If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, let the game begin. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel. Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is a show where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noel Deneen, come together once a week over a single topic, and from that topic, we drip ideas on how to get rich quickly into your brain. Wow. It's an ear drip. Yeah. You think you're just listening to some brilliant comedy show, but no, you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're, you're really wrong. <laughs> There's nothing brilliant or comedic <laughs> about it. All we are doing is giving you incredible ideas on how to get rich mm-hmm. on the topic. And we don't ask you for anything nope. up front. Like how I did that? We don't ask you for anything beat up front. That's right. Yeah. We give you these topics. Yeah. I mean, we give you these ideas. We give you the topic, we too. We give you the topic, Come on. too. We'd like you to give us some topics. Yeah. We've mentioned that in the past. Now that we have a whole new listening audience, a new group of kids, <laughs> the kids listening to us. Um, Where was I? Where was I? Oh, right. We give you the ideas. You take them. <laughs> The kids must just be like, you got to listen to this show. <laughs> These two senile dudes just <laughs> ramble and ramble. <laughs> uh, that's what I tell people when I tell people, oh, I do a podcast. Yeah. And they're like, uh, oh, yeah, what, uh, what do you guys do? And I don't really know. <laughs> we just ramble on about some nonsense for an hour. Yeah. And then we put it up. Um, and then every time I think it's the best show we've ever done. Every Every time. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we give you the ideas. You take them. You action them. You get insanely wealthy, insanely quickly. And you got to do it quickly, guys, because we don't have time to waste. We're two old men. We just made that point. And if we, we're going to get rich off of you guys, yeah, then we need you to get rich quick, quick. <laughs> and then once you get rich, guys, this is how Noel and I get rich. What do they do, Noel? After you're rich, after you're sitting back, just drips a plenty everywhere. You say, hey, I didn't get here on my own. I didn't come up with these ideas all on my own. They were given to me. They were gifted almost by Josh and Noel. I need to give (coughs) them 10% of everything I made after I got rich. I need to tithe them as if they are a church. Yeah, I would say that we do gift you with these ideas. Sure. And then you give us a gift. That's right. With uh, the ten percent or whatever you make, yeah, Come seems on. fair. Don't be cheap. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Anyway. There we go. How you doing, Noel? I am doing pretty good. You know. How about yourself? I'm miserable. <laughs> I'm really fucking miserable. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Okay. Yeah. Should I expand upon that? I think maybe. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I will. Just miserable. So covers it. <clears throat> Especially for the kids. I have had, and this is a good one for the kids to listen to. Yeah. Because this is what's a coming, children. Okay. This is what's a coming if you abuse your body with alcohol and cigarettes and drugs and food and pick your poison. You don't 
that's not really your thing, though. Uh, there were times in my life. Really? I wasn't like a heavy drinker, but I, when I drank, I drank. Okay. Uh, I did my plenty of my fair share of drugs. Nothing too hard, okay. but I smoked a lot of weed and uh, 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 did my fair share of, uh, of, of mind-altering substances. Okay. Um, and, you know, food. I still eat like a fucking 15-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? I was uh, just Keeps you young, though. Getting slightly off topic. Uh-huh. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Did you see that thing about the kid? Yes. The 15 year old kid who ate nothing but what was it? It was French fries. French fries, white, white bread. White bread. And there were like and two chips or three or and, something like yeah, that. Potato chips. And there was one other thing. Yeah. And. She, they basically suffered from malnourishment and went blind. Yeah. You know, I used to work with this guy. Uh, <clears throat> well, he worked in the mailroom, and he was, he was a good guy and all. But we got talking one time, and all he ate, I want to say, was hot dogs and chips. There, were, there was like four things that he would eat. That's and crazy. And his entire life, he... Didn't know what almost all vegetables even tasted like because he had never in his life tasted them. That's weird. Yeah, I knew someone who hates fruit. How can you hate like across? That's what I said. I said there's got to be like there's got to be a fruit that you like. Yeah. They're like, nope. Don't like like the texture of it of all fruits because they all end up you know whatever. I'm I'm like, how about an apple? That's just crunchy. Nope. Nope. Can't stand fruit. Likes vegetables. Loves vegetables. Okay. Can't stand fruit. That's won't, weird. Won't eat it. And I said, what about like in a pie or a jam? And she says, it's, it's like fucking extra slimy. Oh. <laughs> like, I'm like, you're out of your mind. What about like a frozen fruit? Like, uh, she what, won't what, even try it. You what, know what I mean? Yeah. She just she just hates fruit so much and has for her whole life. I never even thought of that. But I just, at this point, you try to get her to like, you know, oh, man, this, this strawberry is fucking amazing. Have one. Mm-hmm. And it's like, nope. Don't want it. Not interested. A frozen blueberry is a delicious treat, and it's basically <clears throat> the texture of little ice cream balls. Wow. <laughs> what? I just there's something about the idea of you talking about little ice cream balls <laughs> that seems like you're you're just self-referencing right. or something like so, that. So anyway, years anyway, of abusing yourself. So years of abusing myself. The smoking, the drinking. Yeah, the I used to smoke two packs plus a day. Really? Smoking cigarettes. Yeah. When Deb and I first met. Wow. And that was all through my late teens into my mid twenties, mm-hmm. and then I went cold turkey and quit smoking. Um, but I would roll up a whole. A pouch of drum cigarettes, yeah, which gets you like forty or fifty smokes, uh-huh. and I would go through them in a night. Whoa! Yeah, unfiltered drum cigarettes. Wow. Um, yeah, I was not fucking around. No. I loved smoking. Okay, smoking was my best friend. Yeah, because I didn't have a dog at that time. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, I have uh, some gastrointestinal problems. Specifically, I have GERD. Okay. And it's been something that I've been dealing with. You you should explain what GERD is, because when you told me that, I didn't know what GERD was. I knew it was something. <clears throat> yeah. Um. So, basically, GERD stands for gastroesophageal reflux disease. So, it's heartburn. But what happens is, there's a sphincter at the bottom of your esophagus mm-hmm. that is supposed to close off. And so when someone has heartburn, right, that means that the the gastric juices 
are shooting up their their the the shooting backwards. They're going in reverse, so they're going up your your uh, 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 stomach lining up your the the pipe in and you know and stops because of that sphincter. It stops at the at that sphincter of the esophagus, sure. and it gives you sort of heartburn. It gives you that burning feeling because that those gastric juices are fucking acid. Yeah, it's hydrochloric acid. The bulk of it is hydrochloric acid, and then two other kinds of acid. When your sphincter is weak and you have the the acid reflux, it goes up into your esophagus, yeah. which has a completely different lining uh, as as your uh, 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 whatever it is below the esophagus, sure. your stomach. Um, <clears throat> that is not built for taking that much acid in. Okay. So what happens is the acid ends up getting all over your your throat, mm-hmm. and it causes tons of problems. Usually with me, it's pretty mild in the grand scheme of thing, and it just sort of feels like I have this sort of post-nasal drip, and I have to clear my throat all the time, yeah. which is what I do. It's annoying. It's it's a pain in the ass. Uh, it, it annoys my wife sometimes, especially at night when I'm like, <clears throat> but, you know, not a problem. I don't know what the fuck happened. And I've been dealing with this for years. Mm-hmm. And I've had varying degrees of it, but nothing like so crazy that I wanted to kill myself. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, a couple weeks ago, we went down to Tampa to visit my wife's family. And I don't know if it had something to do with the pressure in the airplane or something like that. But when we got off the plane, I'd actually been doing really good for about two months, and I'd been eating like shit. Mm-hmm. I was eating like, we were eating ice cream every night. You know what I mean? I was eating a lot of bread, all these things you're not supposed to be eating when you have it, high-fat things, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I was actually not having any of the symptoms. We land in Tampa. Literally the second we land in Tampa, I start clearing my throat, clearing my throat, clearing my throat, clearing my throat. That night, and we get in, we get, you know, it was nighttime, we get to the hotel, and I can't fall asleep, and it's getting bad and bad, and and, and I fall, finally pass out, and I wake up the next day, and it's bad. And then, you know, we're there for a couple days, and it's still really bad, and then we get home, and I'm like, man, I need to diet, I need to change my, my, my eating habits, this is not good. And so I start this new diet, which is just eating healthily and eating a lot less than I was, <clears throat> nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. And it fucking exploded on me. I've never experienced anything like this in my life. I have burning that goes all the way up my throat into the back of my mouth. Yeah. Uh, at one point, it my, my throat felt so swollen, it was like I had a golf ball stuck in there. Um, it was affecting my breathing because when it goes up, it can actually get into your lungs and it'll burn your lungs up Ooh. a little bit and affect your breathing. Plus, the inflammation in your throat will cause it to inflame and then and then close off um you know itching it just feels raw and yeah. it, and almost infected in there um i uh, uh uh my tinnitus my 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 tinnitus has gotten 10 times worse really yeah really bad i'm coughing like i have the croup like i am a dying person i am walking down the street just coughing and coughing and coughing and people are like looking like on the subway i was on the subway the other day and i just had this and you know <coughs> so loud and so intensely people were just like like there was me and then a space of like you know three <laughs> enough room for you know like 15 people to circle me 
was was left around me. Uh, it, it burns all the time. It's got my tongue and mouth tasting like sour acid. And then on top of that, it sizzles on my tongue uh-huh. and on the roof of my mouth. So it's like the only way I could describe it is as if you were if you were eating pop rocks, right? You have that like popping and sizzling on your tongue, but then throw in that it's a little painful too. Yeah. So all over my tongue and my mouth. And it didn't matter what I eat, ate, anything like that. And this has fucked me up. I can't sleep. And I've been trying to get an appointment with a doctor for, you know, a week and change now. There's this one doctor uh, uh, who's like, you know, the GERD doctor. She's literally actually written the book on acid reflux. Mm-hmm. She's uh, Irma GERD? She, <laughs> Irma GERD. Um, yes, her name is Irma GERD. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, and, uh, but, you know, she's on vacation, so not till next week. Yeah. So for like two and a half weeks I've been dealing with this now, mm-hmm. and, and it's just like it's got me out of my mind. Is it so, is it just all your sphincters got real weak and sloppy? I can't tell you. All my sphincters have gotten real weak and sloppy, yeah, <laughs> on both ends. That's what happened. But if, if it were just my asshole, yeah. if it were just that sphincter, yeah. they make rubber sphincters that you can just plop right in there. Really? Yeah, they'll replace your asshole. Because it doesn't really, you, you can get the forced... I know someone uh-huh. who had to have this happen. Really? They were very promiscuous in their life. What? They were very promiscuous in their life, and uh, their asshole prolapsed so many times What? that their sphincter was loose, and it wasn't sort of... They were having leakage issues. Are you serious? Yeah, 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 100%. Uh, and they 13-year-old had... boys, you are right. <laughs> <laughs> they had to have a rubber sphincter put in. Wow. Um. Because the reality is that the colon actually is what it pushes everything out. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? The colon yeah, contracts and squeezes in. everything out. So as long as the sphincter is closed, but as pressure yeah. goes, it can open up. It's fine. You can replace it. It's not the same with this. It needs to be able to open and close. Yeah. Uh, 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 it's not a force thing. It, 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 it's, you know, a... a, a what is it? Parasympathetic, I think, with the way, with the unconscious actions mm-hmm. that your body do. Yeah. Um, I think it's a parasympathetic thing where it literally opens and closes. Yeah. Intentionally, you know, when you're eating, it knows to open, and 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 when you're not, it knows to close off. Um, <clears throat> so uh, uh, they can't just put a sphincter in there. There's some. They. I was. I've been doing a ton of research on this now because this has gotten so bad. And I was looking at surgeries, and yeah. and you know they have some things where they use like like metal balls and magnets, but they're like uh, to create like they they basically round your sphincter out with uh, little magnets and metal ball bearings, uh-huh. so it'll like close and open. You can sort of control it a bit more. Oh, wow. Any pressure will sort of pop it open, but then it'll it'll shut. But they're like, yeah, you can never get an MRI. Oh sure, you go shooting out of your body. <laughs> Just come tearing through your throat. <laughs> wow! Oh. But I can imagine the person being like, f- like you know, five, ten years down the line, yeah, totally forget. forgetting about it. Or you get Alzheimer's. Uh huh. Oh well, there you go. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, I know that interested all of you. Yeah. Especially our to our older listeners, the yeah. people our age and older, you may understand this <laughs> and sympathize. <laughs> to our younger listeners. Get on it, kids, because yeah. this is what's going to happen to you. Keep on with your drinking and your smoking and your 
you're hitting the hoot weed and shooting up, the, weed. shooting up the heroin and your MDMA mollies and yeah. you're, you're, you're taking your mushrooms yeah. for your depression and et cetera, Submarine et cetera. sandwiches for breakfast. That's right. When you're eating your pizza for breakfast and, and mm. it's delicious, the best thing in the world. <laughs> you're eating your pizza for breakfast because you were so drunk the night before. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what you have to look forward to, yeah. guys. Um, which is fitting. Yeah, it is. Because, as we all know, Noel, yeah. no story is told on here in the beginning that doesn't tie in with the topic of the day. No. Nope. And today's topic is? Today's topic is GERD. How to burp your way to the top of financial freedom. Uh, yeah, by the way, guys, if I start belching uncontrollably <laughs> at any point in this and after each belt going like, oh, because I brought up more acid that's just burning the fuck out of my throat and mouth. I apologize. Yeah. We don't have a kill switch here, so I can't like press no. it down, a cough switch or whatever they call it. Oh, Josh, you're you're suffering. I'm I'm really am. I've not ever except when I had like the sciatica that required uh, surgery. Okay. I've not been this you miserable. Had triatica. It was so bad. I, I I don't even I don't even know what to say about it was, that. It was one thing if I said it was biatica. It was triatica uh, or single attica. Uh-huh. It's sciatica. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even. Anyway. <laughs> uh. Uh. Yeah. I don't remember what I was saying. Anyway, Noel. Yeah. Gerd. Gerd. You guys, how are we gonna get rich with gerd? As you know, Josh just gave a pretty good explanation of what it is. Uh, there's also a list of typical fixes for it, right? Uh, Josh is <coughs> undergoing those right now: eating alkaline, bland food, mm-hmm. no oil. Uh, when I drink that alkaline water, it makes my it makes literally like I can feel my tongue in the back of my throat bubbling. <laughs> Yeah, drink alkaline water, uh-huh. uh, which is basically just, I guess, Alka-Seltzer water. Yeah, you can make your own by adding baking soda to regular water. Okay. I don't remember what the ratio is, but you can make your own. Maybe you can up it. You can do more, but, you know, I don't, I get, I'm afraid. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to be the guy that, like, adds way too much baking soda to it. Uh-huh. I'm going to take a sip, and my mouth is going to turn into, like, some kid's volcano science project yeah where suddenly i'm just like foaming at the mouth and shit is spewing out of my nose cujo yeah totally oh you should do cujo for halloween um (laughs) (laughs) you really this is like a throwback this should have been on the silver linings episode (laughs) uh so you know and and when you look up gerd basically all you see are exactly the symptoms josh just described the diet that we just described over and over ad infinitum. Uh, you know, and I wanted something a little deeper, a little uh, less predictable for my schemes. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'd do more of a deep dive. Uh, and I did see that GERD <coughs> is not just gastro. Esophageal reflux. Esophageal reflux disease. Esophageal is spelt wrong. <laughs> reflux disease. Esophageal. Esophageal. I knew a girl named Esophageal. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Met her at my shul. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not just that, though. 
Um, right? Yeah. What what what, what else is it? Maybe I can maybe I can trace if it isn't just stand for that. If it's not an acronym only, maybe I can somehow trace the etymology of the word. Oh, I see. Okay. And find the true meaning and hidden in that true meaning might be the true cure. Oh, I see. So you just looked up other meanings of GERD. So uh, I did see that GERD was also a figure in Norse mythology. Mm-hmm. Uh, GERD was a giantess who became the wife of the Vanir Freyr. Uh, this was an animality... An, a, Wow. Wow. I got mouth curd. <clears throat> you really got to choose things that have simpler words. Yeah. Uh, well, this wasn't like a, a normal occurrence uh, <laughs> because because <laughs> uh, giants were the chief enemies of the gods. So, in other words, Gerd mm-hmm. is against God. <coughs> okay. Right? We all know societies and religions all borrow from each other. Uh, so, it's safe to say that one is across religions giants aka gerd is against god so in order to cure gerd we need to have it make peace with god somehow how right well the way you normally do with an exorcism right uh we must rid the host of the enemy of god aka the demon a.k.a. the GERD. Uh-huh. Right? So what's the most critical thing needed for an exorcism? <clears throat> a priest. No. Uh, a demon. No. A cross. That's something that is usually involved, but it's not the most critical. I'll tell you what the most critical is. Holy Be- water. Yes, holy water. And uh, I'm not just speculating when I say it's the most important part. Um... Here's a story from two months ago. Monsignor Ruben Dario Jaramillo <coughs> Montoya, uh, the, bitches, the bishop of Buenaventura, Colombia, mm-hmm. announced that he is going to perform a max, mass exorcism on the entire city. Uh, as triggered by the brutal murder of a 10-year-old girl, the city is beset with violence, drug smuggling, and poverty. Human Rights Watch named the city as the most violent place in the country. <clears throat> Human Rights Watch said it is dominated by powerful criminal groups that commit widespread abuses, including abducting and dismembering people, sometimes while still alive, then dumping them in the sea. <laughs> sounds like my kind of party. Yeah, sounds like uh, we used to be your kind of party, <coughs> which ended up the way you are now. Yep, exactly. So listen close to All my... that skull fucking. Listen close. Uh, the Catholic Church reported eyewitness accounts of gruesome chop-up houses, as they called them, where they slaughter the victims. Sounds like GERD to me. <laughs> Sounds like GERD the way you describe uh-huh. it, right? Yeah. Uh, so the army offered uh, a helicopter to the bishop who will use it to drop holy water uh-huh. on the entire region and rid it of the devil. How much fucking holy water is she going to carry? Is it going to be it's, like... It's not going to be like dousing it. It's just going to sprinkle it all it's around It's still a everywhere. whole region that we're talking about. Yeah. It's going to take still multiple gallons. Yeah. Maybe they should get like... Because uh, holy water is just essentially blessed water. 
Well, right. there's a little more to it, but I'll get to that. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, so, uh, th- right? So that's what we need. I looked into holy water, and it can just be blessed water, but when they want it to be extra holy, they add in what they call exercised, exercised salts, or they're also called sacramental salts. Oh, okay. Right? Is that like bath salts? Does it make you eat people's faces? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the way they make the salts is uh, they add some ash to the salt and the breath of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Where do they get the breath of the Holy Spirit through from? Through their prayers. Oh, okay. Right? Uh, so what is in our breath that we exhale? In my case, acid. Well, in every other human who's not possessed by the devil... Uh, CO2, right? Uh-huh. So we're going to get water. We're going to bless it. We're going to get salt. <coughs> we're going to mix it with ash. Uh, in this case, for our purposes, specifically soda ash, and we're going to bless it. And you're going to say, why soda ash? Well, that contains CO2, the breath of God, mm. the Holy Spirit, mm. right? So um, I looked up how you can do this uh it's actually there's factories that can that combine the soda ash with salt Mm -hmm. um and we're gonna sell this holy water with the with the uh co2 salt uh you could call it uh if you wanted to give it a, a, a simpler name you could call that sodium bicarbonate (laughs) <laughs> um, and we're going to sell uh-huh. this water to people with GERD <coughs> to drink, rid them of the devil, maybe in crucifix-shaped bottles. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be able to demand top dollar. Yeah, absolutely. Top dollar. I love the idea of crucifix-shaped bottles. Yeah, crucifix-shaped bottles. And it'll be like those German boots. you got to twist yeah. it at the right time, uh-huh. otherwise it'll splash your face. Yeah. Um, and uh, people will gobble it up. They'll have to. It's basically alkalized water. Because it's you're putting soda bicarbonate in, AKA in water, baking soda, but holy soda, soda right. bicarbonate in holy water. Yep. I, I look, hey, it's a brilliant idea. You'd be lining up. I mean, I got to tell you, mm-hmm. if someone could guarantee me, yeah, that uh, God could take away this. Oh yeah, I would be on my knees praying right now. Okay, that's how much i hate this religiosos out there reach out to josh convert him he's, he's guarant- ripe and ready i need guarantees guarantees yeah oh the- um what i was i think sh- we should just stop the show right now uh-huh. because that's the best idea ever <laughs> i'm sorry it just is just the 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 twists and turns of that story uh-huh. where you went in one direction then suddenly you you went you went norse mythology and then spun it around to Christianity and exorcisms. Yeah. I you know, that was a road that I would have never thought to go down and it was scenic and beautiful. Oh. Yeah. Well, thanks. No, I liked it. I am telling you, anything I do after this is embarrassing. No, that's not true. Embarrassing. My that second idea sucks. My <laughs> the thing I was going to say though and I just didn't finish it because I I was concerned that maybe you were going in that direction. All right. Because you kept me off balance the entire time. I yeah, didn't yeah, know yeah. where you were yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, was that they should just bless a lake. Okay. Right? And then they could take the helicopter like like 
you know how they do for the the forest fires well with the big thing in it that's what they, they showed one of those in the article oh picture. and did it have the big the big the big the bag, big bag of, that yeah. you can carry the water around with yeah Okay, yeah, so they could just keep going and picking water up out of the lake and then fly over and dump water on everybody. Yeah, but it probably also slowly leaks out of that thing. And so they can just walk around while they like, trickle, 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 trickle. Whatever, I don't care how it works. I'm just saying, I like the idea of dumping. It sounds like it's such a bad, fucked up place yeah. that it needs a major dousing. Yeah. I don't think a little trickle, trickle is going to make a difference. I think you need to, like, everyone needs to be baptized in holy water. Okay. Like that kind of thing. Yeah. And what's going to happen? I'm really curious. He does this exorcism mm -hmm. and it doesn't work. Okay. These these people still keep doing what they're doing. Maybe they won't. But let's say they do. Okay. Let's say better than 50% chance that they continue doing what they're doing. Uh-huh. What will that do to the uh to that bishop? Do you think he'll lose his faith? No. You just think maybe he'll... he will and he'll become like the biggest drug lord yeah, in Yeah, that's Columbia. what I'm wondering. He'll become the assassin, the assassin in the blood red sash. Maybe. Yeah, that's what that you can write a a a, a novel about it, a yeah. series. Novelists out there. Uh, anyway, Noel, yeah. like I say, I'm I'm sort of embarrassed that I have to follow that <laughs> because this is this is like so fucking straightforward. And Dude, you're living it. You know it. What so, you're saying is right. The thing I realized, I found out in this research, not that I was surprised by this, but I can say with great surety that with this suffering, I am not alone. Okay. 10 to 20% of the population in the Western world really suffers from GERD. Really? Yeah. Wow. Now, it obviously varies, and it's, you know, there's the levels that, like, I had prior to this where it was just sort of like an annoying clearing of the throat. Uh, uh, and some people, it's just. Every few months, they'll have it because they ate a particularly large meal or something like that. But it's a large, and this is the Western world. It's actually lower in the Eastern because I, of course, looked up the idea of like, oh, well, if that's specifically saying the Western worlds, what are the GERD levels in the Eastern world? Mm -hmm. And uh, substantially lower okay, by like half. Maybe they're just not allowed to report it. No. Well, I mean, you know, part of it is, you know, GERD is often misdiagnosed. Okay as some sort of sinusitis or something like that because it, when it presents like I do with the post-nasal drip, mm -hmm. but you're not actually feeling any burning or anything like that. Anyway, it's it's substantially less. It's about half that. Uh, in most Asian countries, it runs between 5 and 10%. But like 15 years ago, it was even lower than that. Mm -hmm. It was like it ran between like three and six percent. Okay, but as they've moved towards a more Western diet, yep, rich foods, fewer vegetables, more meats, mm -hmm. uh, uh, the GERD is a coming on them. Yeah, thank you, Popeyes. Soon they're going to be enjoying the delicious taste of acid in the back of their throats, just like the rest of us, mm -hmm. just us, like us roly poly round eyes. <laughs> um. And, you know, it's all funny. We laugh at it. We're making jokes about it. It's annoying, clearly. It's yeah. fucking me up in a lot of ways. But it can be very, very serious. Yeah. Uh, on sort of rating from sort of lower to higher, you're dealing with, you can obviously give you esophagitis or agitis, uh, which is just general inflammation of the esophagus, which isn't as good. Uh, esophageal stricture, which... Uh, 
makes the the esophagus narrow mm-hmm. and thus making it way more difficult to swallow things to the point where like in some cases you can't even swallow a pill. Ooh. So so swallowing food is almost out of the question mm-hmm. and it hurts the entire way down. Uh and then this one this thing called Barrett's esophagus where the cells lining your esophagus change into cells that are like the lining of the intestine because you're getting so much acid, your body's going, we have to protect, we have to protect. We're going to make this like your stomach lining and your intestinal lining, Mm -hmm. which is immune to this. The problem with this, though, is you're not supposed to have that in your throat, and uh, it leads to esophageal cancer, Okay, um, which no one likes. No. And as I said... When I was looking this up, when I looked up the, 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 so it's dangerous. It's horribly dangerous. Okay. Like beyond the just like, oh man, it sucks and I'm a fatty and whatever. Mm-hmm. <coughs> it can, it can kill you. Yeah. In theory. Um, well, in practice. Um, and, uh, uh, I was like, well, all right, let's see. I know that there's acids, but what are the acids? And the bulk of the acid in your stomach juices is hydrochloric acid. Hydrochloric acid is a brutal acid. Mm-hmm. It does a lot of great things. They use it in batteries. Mm-hmm. They use it, uh, uh, I don't know, I remember, I didn't write it down. They use it in a lot of good stuff that we use all the time. Yeah. Uh, and it's, you know, a kind of a workhorse. I found this website that was all about chlorine products. Yeah. And it literally entitled, and they, they, they do a, a spotlight on a chlorine <laughs> every week or month or something like that. And it was like some kid's science project. Yeah. It was like, you know, it. the title of it was Hydrochloric Acid, the Workhorse of the Chlorine World. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I was like, it was just, it just tickled me. Anyway, yeah. uh, hydrochloric acid is corrosive to everything uh. except plastics. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, particularly PVC plastics. Okay. Now I don't know if you remember cuz I, I the the tactic I took was sort of like well how about when you look at the uh 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 various uh surgeries mm-hmm. that are available uh they're pretty shitty. Yeah. The one is like I say they insert uh uh, uh ball bearings and magnets in your throat. Yeah. Another one that's the more common one is they actually go in I can't remember what it's called but they go in and they tie they literally loop the upper part of your stomach around your esophagus because your stomach contracts as you eat, uh-huh. right, to, to bring things down. As everything is sort of pushing down, pushing down, pushing down. So by wrapping it around, it creates a sphincter out of your stomach. So your stomach is essentially doing the work of the sphincter. Really? By wrapping. But, you know, it's a decent-sized incision, a few of them. Uh, your stomach is now wrapped around your esophagus. Yeah. And it's not. It's got like a, a sixty percent success rate, which is very low for a surgery, mm-hmm. right? And it doesn't help if you've got like it, you'll still probably have heartburn and acid reflux as well. Plus, your stomach is now not where it's supposed to be. It's mm-hmm. just fucked up. Yeah. Um. So I was like, how about doing an esophageal transplant? Sure. Right. We've we've seen tons of of of. Uh, we've talked often about uh, uh, growing organs. Yep. Right? Um, but it was sort of like, uh, if you grow the organ, 
you're just going to be creating a new esophagus, which is great, but it's just going to get burnt out and shit all over, and you're going to have to do it again and again and again, mm-hmm. right? Then I thought, oh, when you create a new organ, you need to give it a frame, a frame to grow on, and they usually create the frame. They 3D print the frame, and then they, they seed it. So I started looking up PVC tubing. Yeah. Now, the the average adult, or the adult esophagus averages between a half inch to one and a half inches in diameter. So I looked up PVC tubing and that, and you can buy 20 feet, and it's also about eight inches long. Mm-hmm. So you can buy 20 feet of PVC tubing ranging from a half inch to one and a half inches in diameter. Yeah. On Amazon right now for 30 bucks. Oh. So this is what you're going to do, guys. You're going to get that PVC tubing. Then you're going to seed it with the esophageal uh, 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 stuff to grow the mucosa lining in there. Then you're going to transplant the PVC tubing uh, as a new esophagus, and you'll never feel the pain again. Yeah. And that's it. That's good. That's great. See, what you, you pooped on your idea for well, no it was, reason. It's, I, it's not that I pooped on my idea. It was just that your idea was so end-all and be-all. It was sort of like, you know. You're living it, dude. You know the right answer. Oh, you shut just up. gave it. Oh, my God. You guys, Josh needs, he needs a, the esophagus. He needs breathing out burns. Water. He needs breathing something to cool. Right? So you can help Josh. You can give him some money. You can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com. Go to Get Rich Quick with Josh Noel show page. Hit the sponsor button. Pledge an amount. Half that money will go to Josh and I. So Josh can finally put that throat at ease. Half that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. If you hate Josh, if you love GERD, you can... Uh, you love GERD. If you do. If you're one of those There's weird a, a GERD series of fetishists out there. A series of t-shirts that say, I heart GERD. Yeah. Well, it might be it might be a, a a GERD fetishist who wants to listen to our show and doesn't want their their kink squashed. You can uh, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, hit the pledge button, pledge an amount. All that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. Not one GERD cent goes to us. You get to feel proud of yourself because you, you're a creep and you love GERD, but you also get to feel good because you help support the arts community radio. Uh, the after school program. If uh, if none of this interests you, you can download the apps, Android or iOS. You can listen to the station live, listen to all, all the archives. You can subscribe to the newsletter. If uh, if you just want to peer into the world of Radio Free Brooklyn and uh, you've got a podcast, you can rent our studios with an engineer, record there, do it, guys. We're great. Uh, as thanks. We like to do a little something for you, a little reach around, right? Uh, we have a topic, give you so many ways to get so many rich. We also hide another little topic in there for you to get even more money. So, Mr. Josh, please take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. We're going to be making some magic money, baby. Can I get a hello there? I've got one for you. Uh Uh-oh. 
what's the difference between the rich and the poor? Poor people do all the work, the hard work. Rich people, wealthy people, they make the poor people bring the money to them. Wealthy people don't work, they supervise. But that's terrible, Ralph. Of course it is. But deal with it. There it is. There it is. Noel. Yeah. Go pick that up over there. <laughs> what? I'm supervising, my friend. Yeah. I'm a foreman. Yeah. I'm the foreman of this program, and bring me that money, boy. Yeah, bring me that money. That sounded to me like something out of Black Mirror. M- maybe. It was weird. He is like a spiritualist, He's uh, this guy. Sounds like he's going to tell people to murder at some point. At some point, he might. Yeah. But he loves to do like, we, like hello there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he's got, he's, you know, he's all about manifesting that money, man. Yeah. I think that's what it was. It was kind of the quirkiness mixed with the, the, you know, self improvementiness, right? But with ending, the yoga ish music in right, the background, but ending with a just deal with it and deal with it. Yeah, that was like you yeah. did. You, that's the thing that I liked about it. Particularly liked about it was that it was just sort of like not like this is a terrible system, or you know, which is where you think he's going with this, yeah. or you know, how do you become it? It's like just deal with it. Deal with it. Uh, you know, I, I did read, so I read a lot about GERD mm-hmm. this week, uh, as we all did. All of us. All everyone. Of us, everyone. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, one of the things I read, didn't use it in the scheme, <laughs> couldn't figure out how to use it, but I thought it was interesting, was on, uh, it was a GERD forum, mm-hmm. and this guy had a question <gasps> about, am I bulimic? And apparently the GERD often makes him vomit. Yeah. Uh, and but if he thinks about it, he can keep it down. Uh, but if he goes out and he eats stuff that he shouldn't be eating, because he's also trying to lose weight, uh-huh. uh, he doesn't try as hard to keep it down, and he vomits, oh, lets himself vomit. Yeah. But he's not sticking his finger down his throat because uh-huh, it's just, just his body's doing it. Yeah, he's just not trying as hard to like don't puke, don't puke, don't puke. So a big back and forth. Am I bulimic or not bulimic? Mm-hmm. Different people chiming in. Different opinions. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I think I think if he's doing it, if he's if he's, yeah, I think he's a little bulimic. Okay. I think there's there's a little bit of any like if you're okay with it happening, uh-huh. then you know. You're sort of like if you know it's going to happen, you're okay with it happening. Yeah, I think you know there's a little bit of binge and purge there. It sounds like okay, that's just me. Yeah. Anyway, no. You guys, GERD. What is GERD? Right? How can we eliminate it? This isn't going to be a long one, by the way. That's so you fine. better have a doozy. I got uh, one. <laughs> uh I th- I thought about all sorts of things, right? I, some of them kind of hearkening back to your last one. I thought about like expensive coatings you could put on the throat, uh, things like that to protect the throat. Um, I <laughs> at one point was going to come up with this whole scheme where if you're going to replace a chunk of the throat anyway and you have acid coming <laughs> up, 
why don't we make it a second stomach like a cow and you could actually eat grass uh, to make that stomach pay for itself. What? Yeah. If you're going to do it, you might as well do whatever you want with it, right? I don't understand that, though. How, how does eating grass make the stomach pay for itself? Because all the money you'd save. Oh, on, on food? Because you'd have a second because stomach. You could put some I enzymes gotcha. in that right. stomach. You've gotcha. already got some acid squirting up into it. Uh, but, you know, I decided that's not the way to do it. Because really, all you're doing is masking the symptoms, not fixing the problem. Right? And as Josh told you about his sloppy sphincters, essentially GERD is a muscular failure of the lower esophageal sphincter. Right? All Josh's are shot, but it only took this one to make GERD. The other one makes him not bulimic, but diuretic. And we're talking about diarrhea. Uh. <laughs> You went so so. That was so long to get to that punchline. <laughs> that's not that's not punchline. Uh huh. It's just a fact of life. It's okay. the the way we are now. You take right? the good, you take the bad, take and the all good, along the right bad. there, you had sloppy sphincters. <laughs> the sloppy sphincters. <laughs> right. So, what what is the problem with that? Right. With the with the sphincter. Right. It doesn't close properly. So stomach acids are able to move up the pipe. We need to fix the problem, not the symptoms, right? And I thought about it. And the what what it <coughs> occurred like to me is you got a pair of shorts that you love, right? Mm -hmm. With an elastic waist. Uh-huh. Y'all know what eventually happens to elastic waist. You throw them in the dryer. They stretch, they unstretch, and eventually that elastic waistband's going to lose its elastic, right? Mm -hmm. Its elasticity. Mm. And those shorts aren't going to fit anymore. They're nope. just going to fall around your feet. That's what happens. That's basically what's happening right now. George, Josh? My esophagus is falling around my feet. It, it is, yeah. Uh, but what's more secure? Right? Shorts with an elastic band. And a drawstring. Or a drawstring. Yeah. Right? The drawstring is more secure. Those shorts will last forever. And a matter of fact, if something happens to that string, you pop another one in there. Right? So, of course, the drawstring is more secure. <coughs> if you have a, a pair of shorts out there, the waist gives given out, put a drawstring in there, good to go. Good to go for who knows how long. That's right. Right? So that's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to basically add a drawstring to the esophageal sphincter, and we're going to make it an expensive one. And and you may have looked up something, but I looked up something very different. Uh, you said that the only thing that doesn't get eaten by your stomach acid uh -huh. is plastics. I, on the other hand, looked up specifically, does gold get eaten by your stomach? Oh. And it will not. And it went on further and said titanium also will not. It also said silver wouldn't, but 
we're sticking to the more expensive metals. Maybe I didn't realize. Pre- I mean, I didn't see anything about precious metals. I know they use hydrochloric acid uh-huh. to like clean rusty. To clean, sure. Well, sure, but it's stripping it down. If if you left it sitting in there for ten days, uh-huh. it's going to eat away at the metal at the, at at you know steel and iron and all that kind of what stuff. What I looked up said uh, stomach acid will not erode gold or titanium. Okay, so we're I'm gonna, not I'm not disputing that. We're I'm gonna just make saying that very nice. Very fashionable gold and titanium drawstrings. They're going to go through the in the throat in, in like one of those little smoker holes almost. Uh-huh. Uh, and we're going to put the around the sphincter. Would it be in the throat or would it be more in the chest? It's right here. Okay. It's so right at the top of the, in right the, in the, the divot uh, at the top of your sternum. Right where, uh, what, what do you call those bolo ties? Yep. So we're almost <clears> going to make a bolo tie, uh, and it's going to hang out. It's going to look good. It's going to be fashionable. Mm-hmm. It's going to be expensive, and all they're going to do is before <laughs> they eat, they're going to loosen it up a little bit, eat a little bit, and then they're going to tighten it back up. They're gonna look good. They're gonna look like a like a gentleman cowboy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's funny. I was thinking you could also do. I mean, I think the the possibilities are endless. Because as the minute you started talking about drawstrings, I was like, oh, you could have a a a, a bow tie. Yeah. I mean, you can't do casual Fridays ever. You know, you're always wearing a bow tie, but sure. it's a bow tie yeah. and it covers up the hole. Yeah. And uh, uh, it does the job. And then you can be like sort of Frank Sinatra after a gig when you're eating or drinking something where you untie it. Yeah. And looking you're looking good. like cool and yep. badass. And you're just sitting there sipping your cocktail. Yep. And then, uh, you know, you do your business and then you tie it Zip. right back up. Yep. Zip it up. No, that's a great idea. No, that's I like it. that idea. You are two for two today, my friend. Ah. And uh, here comes another lame one from me. Uh, no, yours are, yours are by definition correct. Minor stabs in the dark. Yours are by definition oh my God. correct. <laughs> Josh is having a GERD attack over here. I almost threw up there. Okay. Um, what was the bulimia? So a lot of what we're talking about now, I haven't eaten anything today. So oh, <laughs> eating disorders everywhere, Josh. Yeah, exactly. Uh, is is GERD is what too much stomach acid? Yeah. Right. But what about? Low stomach acid. Uh-huh. It's a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. We talked about it earlier. I brought it up with you earlier before the show. When you have low stomach acid, you become protein malnourished. When your stomach acid is low, you are not able to digest protein. An improper digestion of protein creates toxins in your intestines that then set the stage for illness and diseases. Yeah. yeah. Improper digestion of protein creates acidic blood. You will become mineral deficient as your blood becomes more acidic, and it will look for minerals anywhere in your body in order to get your blood back to its alkaline state. Your okay. blood is alkaline. Okay. It's always, the idea of these alkaline and acidic diets is horseshit because your body always figures out a way to find its stasis, mm-hmm. right? Anyway, um, acidic blood then robs your body of the minerals that it is taking from you to balance itself out. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that do? It generally, they take it from your bones, which then creates osteoporosis, fragile bone structure, meaning every time you fall down or even just sit hard, you'll break something. Yeah. Fracture something. Yeah, you could. 
So what do we do about it? Well, we have 10 to 20% of the population in the Western world suffering from too much stomach acid. Mm -hmm. We have, I don't know how many people suffering from too little stomach acid. Mm -hmm. How do we get those people together so they can live a helpful symbiotic relationship? Girder. Girder? Yeah. Yeah, with a girder. Yeah. It's like Tinder, but for GERD. Uh-huh. That's a great idea. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Basically, what you're going to do is you are going to get someone with low stomach acid, someone yeah. with too much stomach acid. You're going to sew their stomachs together <laughs> where then there's a cycle of they're getting it's balancing out. Yeah. Now, this is where the money may. So you're doing that. Then the moneymaker is you now have an army of conjoined twins. Yeah. That as we did an entire episode on conjoined twins, as I recall. No, on twins. On twins. And you did a scheme on conjoined twins. Right. We know they make a lot of money. (laughs) Shut up. Just fuck yourself. (laughs) We know conjoined twins can make a lot of money. Yeah. And you have an endless supply of them. Yeah. So there you go. I had another idea. Uh Uh-huh. That was dealing with, it was sort of out of the bounds of GERD itself, but having to do with stomach acid and mm-hmm. the lining of your stomach. And it had to do with, uh, uh, you know, there, uh, there are all these, uh, uh, you know, in, in particularly religious countries mm-hmm. in the East, uh, there are all these sort of, uh, uh, what the hell do they call them? Uh, shit. Where they kill women for for and and throw acid on them. Oh yeah, they're yeah. like pride killings or yeah, something. Yeah, it, yeah. Suddenly, it just slipped my mind. Um, but it happens a lot. Yeah, right. And it's a bit, it's particularly in like Taliban country and stuff like that. They're yeah. running around either killing women, but the big one is they throw acid on them. Yeah, right. And so I thought what you could do. <sighs> I'm so glad you didn't do this because the stomach lining. Is so uh, oh, uh, okay. I resistant. You were going the opposite direction. No, no, no. Sell no. off extra acid to these. <laughs> you could just have someone with GERD go up and spit in people's faces. No, you take the stomach lining of fresh cadavers uh-huh. and turn them into masks and and you know basically headdresses <sighs> that then when guys come up and throw acid in the women's face, thinking they're going to do them. nothing. Yeah, it just hits this stomach lining that that just it's like. Fuck you. Scientifically, it's not a bad idea, but <laughs> really scientifically, but we would have been uh, probably like thrown in jail for a hate crime or something. What's the hate crime there? Uh, people would have taken offense of what I'm trying to save people. I'm just disputing. Wow, because it would have turned into burka. It would have turned into stomach lining burka. Well, I was I was thinking that, and I was like, "Well, that's I was." <laughs> see, but the see, thing is, the thing is, it's a broader thing than uh-huh. that. And, yeah, it and, is. It is. And generally, the people that are getting it thrown in their face actually aren't wearing burkas. Okay, it's people who are breaking the rules in some fashion that embarrasses the family so much. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, they're not being devout enough, or they're not following the strict lines of it. It's you know, generally not the women in burkas who are doing that. Yeah. Um, it's the, you know, the girls who are just wearing the headscarves and their faces are exposed, you know? So either way, I think it was good, good dodge. Whatever. We talked about it anyway. We, we doubled. I brought it out there. I brought it out there. (laughs) Yeah. You guys, uh, 
You want to you wanna get in touch with Josh, tell him what a great idea that was, you can get him on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Knoll. Uh, you can email him, and please do it, GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. You can get him on Twitter, Twitter, uh, GRQ, Josh Knoll. Uh, you guys, you can go on iTunes, subscribe, rate, review. Please do. Anywhere, actually, where you get a, a podcast, you we, can do that. We have all these new listeners out there. Yeah, a lot. And uh, you guys should uh, uh, review us and rate us on uh, on uh, on iTunes yeah, at least it because helps. Uh, right now all we have are the forty eight reviews from friends and family that <laughs> we got in the first uh, first couple of weeks that we were doing the show. Uh, and you guys, if you only listen to us in podcast form, we implore you tune in Saturday nights eight o'clock Radio Free Brooklyn. Get the schemes five days before everyone else. Uh, get their earliest listen to our star, star scene. Stick around afterwards. Reruns. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hi, hi, Ron. Yeah, hey, hi, Ron. Uh, about this time, you got a lot of money in your pocket. You need something to do with it. Josh found ways for you to spend it. So, Josh, take it away. So now we came to show you the most expensive popcorn in the world. So first of all, we use the most expensive salt in the world. This is flown in special from a small island in Denmark called Leso. And this salt right here is $10 a pound. So the next part that makes it the most expensive is we got real edible 23 karat gold flake. Okay, okay, so I know about this. So this, depending on the spot price of gold, $125 to $150 a gram. Whoa, I'll let you know, now you bring my gold bar, I'ma lick it. So James, single kernel, salt, gold, $5. Man, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> People come in and pay $5 for this one count. Yep. Can you believe that somebody bought a kernel of popcorn with gold and expensive salt for $5? Yep, I can. Yep. I can believe it, guys. Now, I- imagine if you get a, a like a, a, a tub. Yeah, like get a you tub. Go to, you go to the most expensive movie theater. And you buy the most expensive popcorn at $5 a kernel, and you get a tub which has hundreds and hundreds of kernels in yeah. there. Do you give a free refill? Yeah, shoot. No. People Nothing are spending like, you know, you know, five, $6,000 for a tub of corn. Yeah. That's the life you will leave. You guys, we know our ideas are fantastic. How do you know that they're worth taking out loans, leaving your family, spending your children's college funds, isolating <clears throat> yourself from your friends, your family, taking... You know, running up your credit cards. It's because Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick, to which we judge our schemes by. Where do our rules come from this week? Uh, today's rules are 50 Warren Buffett quotes on investing, life, and success. Okay. As put out um, from rule number one investing. Okay. Dot com. All right. We got- you ready? Yep. Uh, high returns with low risk is the key. High returns, low risk, right? You got the acid high. You want the acid low, and then you make the money. That's right. Uh, you ready for the second one? Uh, Are we done? No. We're, we're done. We're getting rich, Noel. That's it. So once again, for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. <laughs>